0: To Luke chapter number 10 uh, tonight and uh, continue with our thoughts. This is Love Your Neighbors part two, I guess, uh, in our, uh, for those who are doing the things. I'm going to apologize for not uh, keeping up to date uh, on the, uh, the website uh, and putting all the things on there. It's just kind of a, a hassle, uh, just to be honest, and, uh, and uh, it would probably take me about four hours now to catch up uh, on that, but I'm probably going to just go back and put uh, Sunday morning's messages Uh, And uh, on there Uh, and uh, so uh, they can title those and uh, Love Your Neighbors Part 2 and they'll get on there sometime by Christmas Uh, and uh, we'll get that done. If that's something you'd like to do to help uh, you certainly can uh, let me know and uh, we can get you involved uh, in that. Uh, You could be the media pastor. (laughs) Uh, Everybody needs a name uh, and a title uh, but uh, we will certainly get that on there. I've had several people in the last couple weeks ask about that and so my apologies uh, I am procrastinating. Uh, I have good, good intentions. I sit down with my computer uh, to do it uh, and, uh, and then I play solitaire. Uh, and uh, no, I, I don't, but uh, I just don't get it done. Uh, back into uh, Luke in chapter number 10 this morning, just basically uh, for review, we went down through uh, this story looking at this lawyer and, and the question that he had uh, to the Lord. And there really was no greater person to ask that question. Uh, Since Jesus is God in the flesh and he is the word, he wrote the words that they had memorized in Deuteronomy and uh, elsewhere in Leviticus. Uh, but his question was insincere, and we really don't have insight as to necessarily what prompted the question. But uh, like anything, there probably was some background story that maybe we'll be, uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll know more about it uh, in the future. But, uh, but uh, we'll begin reading it again in verse number 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, What is written in the law, and how readest thou? And he, answering, said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto, his, uh, unto Jesus, And who uh, is my neighbor? Uh, so we talked a little bit about that and really came to the conclusion, uh, as the scriptures teach us, that our neighbors are really everybody. Uh, and um, it's, uh, we, when you think about, like if I was to ask Eleanor uh, who your neighbor is. Uh, she's going to point out Brother Springer <laughs> for the most part, and uh, and so uh, hey neighbor, uh, I guess they live uh, next to one another. Uh, and in uh, fact, uh, the first time I had my uh, my motorcycle here, uh, she thought it was his uh, motorcycle uh, and and the neighbor's motorcycle, and was excited about it. And and I was thinking about the Lord coming back earlier in the song, and I, I was thinking, Brother Springer, if the Lord does come back, you can have that bike, uh, you can have it. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. And uh, all right. So he'll get it in writing. Uh, And uh, but um, so if you ask Eleanor, who is your neighbor? Uh, And she will probably go the Springer route. But when we ask who our neighbor is scripturally, it's really everybody. Uh, And uh, and if it's just the people uh, that we know or that we care about. um, In fact, turn with me quickly to Matthew chapter number five. Um, again, no, no better uh, question could be asked. I guess in this moment, it wasn't sincere, though. Uh, but when the, the Jews, the Jews of this time, uh, you know, uh, they uh, they thought about these things. They questioned these things. They they sat around uh, debating the finer points. Of the law, and they had concluded uh, for them uh, that the Samaritans weren't their neighbors, the Gentiles weren't their neighbors. Uh, they were pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. It's just the Jewish people. And we noticed recently uh, with the example of Jonah uh, that uh, their national pride, uh, being God's children, um, in many respects in the Bible, uh, kind of devolved into more of a racism uh, in many respects. Uh, that, uh, that became an idol to them, uh, and a lot of difficulties that had resulted uh, from that. But uh, who is our neighbor in our thought, in our feelings, in our practice? Uh, who are those that we feel bound to, to love and we feel bound to help? Uh, is it you know, our family? Uh, is it our people? Uh, is it you know, um, our community? You know, what is it? The Bible says in Matthew chapter number 5, in verse number 44, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same, and if ye salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so, be therefore perfect, even as your Father which in heaven is perfect. And we know that God says we're supposed to love those that despitefully use us, love our enemies, love our neighbors as ourselves. It includes everybody. And if you love the people that love you, you know, it's like, you know, if you finish all your ice cream, like, oh, look, I finished all of it, like, big deal. Uh, you know, you like ice cream. Uh, you're going to wipe the whole thing out. I take a whole whatever, probably gallon and work my way through it uh, if I wanted to. Uh, but when we, when we do things that we enjoy, we love, there's, we enjoy that, but there's no merit in it. It's not like we've, like we've accomplished something great. Uh, it's when you, you know, if it was like a, a gallon bucket full of, you know, Brussels sprouts. Uh, and, uh, you know, that might be something that you say, look, I did. I went against it. I don't like it. And I did it like, hey, a attaboy. Uh, and uh, you've earned some ice cream. But if we love the people who love us, we're no different uh, than uh, the publicans uh, and those that we read about here uh, in Scripture. So there's nothing especially Christian. Uh, about the affection we feel and the kindness that we show people that we like. So I guess one takeaway from today's messages that I I want you to have uh, is that you need to view your neighbors as everybody, uh, and especially those uh, around you that um, you you might not necessarily like. Had one uh, person today, as they were leaving, uh, and, uh, and said, Pastor, uh, you know, uh, you know my, basically, I can't remember exact, the exact words, but it's like my neighbor is a crazy person. Uh, and, uh, and I've tried this, and I've tried that, and, uh, and they're just uh, just the crazy person. And, and I just don't know if anything will uh, do to, you know. So what, what's the answer? The answer is, like, you know, that person, if you came to the mind, there's somebody, a person, a neighbor, your, you know, your next door neighbor or whomever, uh, that you feel like this doesn't apply to. Um, that's the person you need to really try to go out of your way uh, to practice these scriptures. Pray for them. And, uh, and if you just, uh, again, this is maybe a side note, I mentioned us having a, uh, some type of I love my neighbor challenge. And I'm going to think about that this week and come up with some stuff on that. Uh, but if you, if you just go to your computer and, and put in there and look for uh, ways that I can love my neighbor as myself. Like I saw one, uh, uh, it was a hundred ways. Uh, that you can show, and it's like random acts of kindness, things you know. Uh, and uh, there's there's all kinds of ways. So we can think and brainstorm uh, about you know how to be kind, what to say, leaving somebody a you note, know inviting. And and I encourage you. I've been thinking about myself, uh, having uh, trying to have feed my neighbors food and not be a block party. Uh, because if it's a block party, uh, then people bring stuff to the block party you wouldn't necessarily want. Uh, And so I think I'm going to just try to figure out a way, say, hey, I'm going to roast a pig, or I'm going to do brisket, or I'm going to do whatever. Uh, And if you want some on this day for dinner, uh, then you sign up or whatever and uh, cook it out in the cul-de-sac or something. Uh, But thinking of ways that I can love my neighbors. Uh, My neighbors know that I'm a pastor. Uh, and uh, but there are people in that are my neighbors uh, in proximity uh, that I've not I've not invited to church. Uh, I don't I don't know their names. Uh, and so um, loving your neighbor is something that I know I have to work at. Uh, and uh, and so if if that's really what I'm supposed to be all about, and I'm telling you that I need to work uh, on that, uh, you know, I might just come to you and say, what are the names of the people that live next door to you? And when you struggle, uh, we're like, all right, welcome to the club, uh, let's, do, let's do a little bit better uh, trying uh, to reach them. So uh, this, this who is uh, our neighbor, uh, when we read this passage of scripture, we realize uh, that um, it oversteps the limits of race because we have... Uh, this Samaritan uh, being the one uh, who came through uh, with, to the person who was uh, on the side of, of the road, the priest, the Levite. Uh, just they um, acknowledged, maybe, see, they went past it. We said there were three kinds of people the beater uppers, the passer uppers, and the picker uppers. And uh, we should be picker uppers. Uh, and, uh, and so. Our neighbor is not just the person next door, uh, it's not just the people we like, it's the people that we have issues and problems with, it's everybody in proxy. Anybody that you can show uh, the love of God to uh, is uh, your neighbor. Uh, and, uh, and really, um, when we go back to the uh, verse number uh, 27, the answer, uh, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, and thy neighbor is thyself. We can't love our neighbors if we don't first love God. Now, Here's the thing about that. If I was to ask you, do you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind? Um, there is really, if you say, yes, I do. Um, we, have, we, have all these, we have all these things like you don't know my heart. You don't really know. There's fruits and evidences. And I'm saying this, that you can say you love God. And, you, and with all your heart, soul, might, strength, everything uh, and your mind, uh, and you can say that and you can get away with it and, and it not be true. Um, because it will be hard for somebody. It's not, it's not difficult. I'm just saying we, you can kind of know because when you love God, there's, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments, right? So if somebody is in disobedience, uh, and they say they love God with everything they are, uh, then you can conclude, uh, you might not say anything because they're like, oh, you, you, why are you so judgy? Uh, and who, you know, who do you think you are? But uh, there are evidences of that love. But, here, but if you say you love your neighbors as yourself, you're going to get called on the carpet, like right away. By your neighbors, first off. Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, um, yeah, you you love me a lot, you know, you, you know, yelling at me or you know, uh, get your you know, take your trash cans in, in uh, whatever. Like uh, my neighbors right next to me, uh, like if I'm out of town or different things, there's, there's been countless times where uh, after the trash has been uh, picked up, uh, that they take the cans, uh, my cans, up to the garage. Uh, and and I'll do that too. I'll uh, sometimes I'll uh, mow their grass. Different things. We, we people and, and these folks, my next door neighbors, they're um, um, Punjabi people uh, and Hindus, uh, and you know they might think Jesus uh, is a god, but not the way that, that we believe that he is God. Uh, and we just and and we have these interactions. Uh, and uh, so so it is. Um, I can't love them. Uh, unless I love God, and we can, and so there's no fooling people. Uh, if you say I love people, uh, I love my neighbors, I love everybody. Uh, there, there's going to be evidence of that, uh, and uh, and so it's easier uh, to, to to challenge the fact: Are you really? Do you really love your neighbor? Uh, identifying who they are, and really, when we say love God with all your heart, okay, we kind of know what that means. Uh, We we know what all of our strength, love, uh, and uh, we sang, you know, the song, Jesus Loves Me. I'm so glad that Jesus loves me, even me. Uh, You remember that time when you realized uh, for you that Jesus loved you? Uh, Or or how about, humanly speaking, you know, uh, you just, I remember as a kid, you know, do you love me, yes or no? Uh, and you'd write that on a note and hand it to the girl you had a crush on or whatever. And boy, when you got that, bar, uh, back, actually back then it was like, uh, do you want, you know, whatever. Would you go out with me or whatever? Would you be, uh, And it was crazy and we had no idea. But when I remember when, uh, when Amy, uh, when we knew uh, that uh, we were the ones uh, and when I knew she loved me, that was a great comfort. In fact, people would tell me, hey, she said I love, uh, she loves me. Uh, and we know, we know what it means to love God with all of our heart. In, in, in soul, in might. We don't do it, but we know what that means. We don't love our neighbor as ourselves, and then we can't quite figure out who they are and what we should do. Uh, and these are, this is a way for us uh, to kind of uh, understand that. Uh, so it's painful to think that, uh, you know, um, that people back then and people today, uh, you know, I don't believe that we live in a racist country. Uh, I don't believe that there's systemic racism and all the different things. I don't buy into all of that. Uh, However, it is real. It's there. Uh, And uh, and, and it's all over uh, the world. Uh, People are pitted against one another. Uh, We can look at it as there are people that we think are Ninevites. You know, we don't. uh, There are enemies or whatever, uh, say, countries uh, and different foreign entities. Uh, But uh, Jesus wants us to love everybody. Uh, and love our neighbors and so it not only oversteps uh, the limits of race but it removes the limit of space as well uh, and what I mean by that uh, is that when we think who is our neighbor it's not just the people uh, in close proximity it's, it's everybody and today it's we you can reach all across the world in just a flash uh, to be able to uh, to love somebody uh, to tell them to do something for them uh, you, can, you can give p- money to anybody in the world just like that. you realize, realize that? Uh, there's all these different apps and different stuff. And if you just want to, you just, uh, so it, it, there's not, and I get, uh, by the way, I get requests all the time, uh, every day, uh, from people that find us on the internet. I get emails, and, and, and so there's, there's never a want uh, for needs uh, to be met, uh, and, uh, but it's, it removes this being a neighbor. In fact, when we think, who is, who is my neighbor? Maybe we should think of it, um, who can I be a neighbor to? Not just who is my neighbor, but who can I be a neighbor to? So it uh, oversteps the limits of race, removes the limit of space, uh, and then it transcends, and why I had us look at that verse in, in Matthew, uh, the, the limit of character. Uh, if that lawyer uh, in this text uh, had answered his own question, like, who is my neighbor? And then he answered it. It's, it's, it's certain that he would lie uh, and, uh, and would have given a reply that would have excluded uh, the ungodly, would have excluded the Samaritans, would have excluded Gentiles, uh, the heathen. Uh, it would have excluded the immoral. Uh, but in Christ's view of who our neighbor is, uh, it is it's, it's everyone... Uh, that we can share the love of God with and that we can do something for. Uh, we can pray, yes, but uh, it's, it's, it's action to all that. Uh, so uh, it's, it's the person who needs love. It's the person who needs sympathy. It's the person who needs help. It's the bruised and, uh, and bleeding man on the side of the street. Uh, but it's any number of people. That uh, we uh, would come or could come in contact with. So, how can I be a neighbor to people? And so, what's the excuse? Um, We know, love God, love others, Um, love our brethren. He says, "Our we'll we'll know or people will know our love for the Lord by our love for each other." Uh, But in as hard as it is and difficult at sometimes to love one another, even within the walls of a local church. Um, it's beyond that. It's loving other people. It's loving. It's loving people that you disagree with. Uh, it's loving people who are against you. Uh, but what are some of the excuses? And so we look at several men in our passage, the priest and the Levite, uh, who were these uh, the passer uh, uppers, uh, those who just saw but didn't do anything. Uh, and I, I thought for a little bit. Uh, yesterday, about what some of the excuses, and there, there are excuses galore uh, for why we don't help people, uh, why we don't um, uh, f- obey the Lord uh, in this area. And God, even when God says, when, you, when you, uh, you, you give to the poor, you lend to the Lord. Think about that for a minute. The, the more that we can do for other people, the, the more God will do for us. And, uh, and I've taught on that before in the sense where it's like, you know, not that God would, owe, you know, owe us or O'sies or whatever, but he says, you do this and, uh, and you lend to me. Uh, and, you know, uh, there's probably no, no better win uh, than that. Uh, so uh, think about that in a little bit. What are some of the reasons? Well, uh, you think about the priest and, uh, and the Levite who uh, says in verse 31, and by chance there came a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by the other side. In fact, he, was, he avoided and went out of his way uh, to, to, uh, to not. And, and you've done it. Uh, you've, you've done it uh, in the parking lot at Safeway, uh, where, where you just know. You see somebody who's kind of walking through in between the cars, Uh, and they saw you, and you saw them, and uh, what do you do? Uh, Eyes on the prize, you're heading towards the door, maybe you're double-stepping just a little bit, and inevitably like, sir, sir, uh, and uh, and it's like, uh, what? Do you have a couple bucks for some gas? Um, And you got, you know, uh, you haven't even arranged the dollar bills that you got in, in, in little wads in your wallet or whatever, and you're like, nope, can't help you today. It's just like it just rolls off of our tongue, and we can. But you say, Pastor, you don't understand. Uh, It would be every day, all the time. We would run out of money because the need is so great. I understand you can't help everybody, but when but when you've got you know um, four or five dollars in dollar bills or whatever, and it's almost you 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 have it, and when you tell people you don't. is lying, right? I mean, we shouldn't lie, <laughs> uh, but uh, but we just we just we just do that, uh, and, and maybe maybe just maybe God is putting people uh, in a parking lot at Safeway just to, to check our integrity, to check whether we'll mind the spirit of God or uh, or given the opportunity uh, to be a blessing. And like I said, uh, if if you say, yeah, I've got I, I got I'll buy five minutes of your time for five dollars. How's that? And, and leverage that out, and, and get a captive audience, and give them the gospel, all of those things. Uh, but what were some of the reasons? Perhaps, um, you know, the Levite and the priest, um, they were in a hurry. Maybe, you know, they were, they were traveling, they were on their way to somewhere, they had important business uh, that maybe it was urgent, uh, it, you know, for the priest uh, and the Levite, it could be sacred Um, you know, part of their jobs and their duties. And so one of the reasons that they would pass by is because they're just too busy. You ever felt like that? Um, I'm sorry, I don't have, I'm sorry, I can't talk with you today. Uh, You know, I don't have any time. Uh, And uh, uh, nope, Uh, and all the things that we would say could be because he was in haste. It could be that they didn't help uh, the man, the certain man, uh, because they felt that, uh, that he was past the point of recovery. Maybe there was no hope. Maybe you could look and see a man bloodied uh, and beaten on on the side of the road and just decide, hey, there's nothing that I can do. Maybe you think it's outside the scope of your ability to help. Uh, Maybe even, um, you know, there's laws right now, I think still, uh, called Good Samaritan laws, where if you aid and help somebody and they, you know, pass away or there's no criminal negligence or whatever. You can try to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend like trying to trick people and, you know, taking out, oh, you saw this on uh, some movie and sticking pens in people's throats and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. you probably get yourself in trouble. Uh, but, uh, but there's good Samaritan laws. Uh, but people, maybe he said, well, it's a wounded guy. It's nothing I can do. I can't help. I'm not gonna be able to do anything. That could be a reason. Uh, but there could be all kinds of them. Uh, uh, he, the, the Samaritan, uh, as he went over and helped, uh, I mentioned this morning, could be at his own peril. There's a lot of risk. Uh, the robbers, it's dangerous. I can't do anything because it's going to cause me problems. Um, I've thought um, even uh, here at the church where we would get you know, requests for you know, gas uh, or food or different things, um, when, when you help somebody, word gets out. Uh, and uh, and, it's, and it can become dangerous. One of the, you know, here at the church during the day, a lot of times the ladies might be here by themselves, and we keep that door locked, and uh, sometimes the, the doorbell works, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but there's probably been countless times where somebody has knocked on that door and rang that bell, uh, and if there, was an, if there was an eye hole uh, in that door and you look out, you wouldn't want to open it uh, because, because uh, all kinds of sorts of people come by here. Uh, and so there's been, it's been, da- it's dangerous to help people. Uh, it's dangerous to, to be uh, on the side of the road at that time. And so uh, we decide that we're not going to, we're just going to mind our own business. And so we don't put ourselves out there. Uh, and, uh, or it could be another reason that uh, maybe they didn't help was they thought somebody else uh, would be along soon uh, that would do it. And I think many times that's really where we are. Um, somebody else. Can help. There's so many other resources uh, that are available, and 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 there are, Uh, there are a lot of things, Uh, but we can't we can't be against things like welfare, uh, and and say that that's what the local church should be doing, uh, and then not do it not be against public handouts and then we not do our part in helping. So this is not all about helping the poor or whatever in our neighbor in that aspect because there are a lot of things you can do to love your neighbor uh, that don't involve money. It doesn't involve money. Uh, You say, well, what do you mean? Well, uh, I think that um, a manifestation of the love of God, if I love God with my heart, all my heart, soul, mind, love my neighbor... The love that God has for me and the love that I have for Him is manifested uh, in, in our love for others. Uh, and, uh, and it's manifested, I think giving people an attentive look uh, and acknowledge listening to them, I, I just have a few things. You can uh, write some of these down. I've got five ways to love your neighbor. Be generous. Be ethical. be fair, be kind, be peaceful. That was just one little list that I got off some blog uh, when I put in, you know, how can I love my neighbor uh, as myself? Um, You can have real conversations with people and listen. Um, That's why I mentioned this morning having that just sitting at a a table at Starbucks and just with a little placard that says, I'll listen. Sometimes people, that's all they need. Uh, Nobody listens to them. They feel like they don't have a voice. Uh, and and I, don't, I don't know how many times in my life where I've just listened and reflected back, uh, some reflective, empathic listening, uh, and, uh, and even uh, uh, mirroring, all right? I'm just letting you in on kind of a secret. I guess not a secret. It's a, uh, it's a communication tactic uh, or whatever. And I was, just, I was just talking to somebody the other day, uh, and he mentioned this book, and I'd read it, and, or this master class. And so mirroring. Uh, is uh, like if, if somebody says, um, you know, uh, I'm just really having a rough time. And then you go, a rough time. And then they, they just say something else. Yeah, it's just, this, this, you know, it's just I'm, work stinks. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, I've got this problem relationship. And it's like, oh, a problem relationship, huh? And like, oh no! And they and all you're doing is you're not even reflecting back in your own words what that person is saying. You're saying what they're saying. And when you get done, they think you're the greatest person uh, on the face of the earth. And uh, and so negotiators and, and all kinds of different the people they, they do all this kind of stuff. And, and it's not just it's not just words, but it's it's body language. You lean forward, they lean forward. You lean back, they do the same thing. Uh, and uh, but. We can't even put the effort in. uh, Many times to just listen to somebody. Uh, And and it shows. And and uh, and I've had like I've mentioned recently, uh, you know, uh, as much as I love the church, I think this is one of the friendliest churches around. We still get people that come in think we're not friendly. And so we have to we have to do better at those things. So uh, so uh, it could be uh, having a real conversation with people, listening, looking for needs that people have, and then filling them. Uh, remember, bear, knowing somebody has a burden is not bearing their burden. When the Bible says bear one another's burdens, it's like, hey, how can I pray for you? But then what you know? What can I do? Um, looking for those needs. It's 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 not just waiting for it's not just waiting for the person in the Safeway parking lot to come up to you and ask you for a dollar. Uh, it's uh, it's you know can I help you? I was um, uh, getting uh, some gas the other day uh, at uh, uh, on Pacific there kind of by where the Safeway is and uh, there was a car uh, as I as I pulled in uh, and I'm still trying to get used to uh, that that bike and things and so I'm it's, I'm kind of all over the place. And so I kind of got in their way a little bit, and I'm trying to move the thing, and they're coming around, and then they, they must have, you know, went on the wrong side. Their gas tank was on the other side, and they pulled in, and they had to back out and, uh, in this back, and it was this like this weird kind of thing. It was, everything was off about it. It was a late model Honda, uh, an absolute train wreck of a car, um, and the people in the car um, visibly, um, we're, were pretty rough. Uh, struggling, you know, could be addiction, any number of different things, but they weren't having a very good day. Uh, and so I'm, I'm preparing for these messages uh, and trying to live these messages out. And just so I said, hey, can I, can I help you with some gas? Oh, that would be so great. Because they were fixing to get out of their car and ask people for gas money. And I preempted them. Uh, and uh, gave them a tract, will they come to church? I don't know. Will they read the tract and get saved? I, d- I don't know. But, but what am I supposed to do? Love God, love others. Uh, look for needs and then fill them, not just wait for somebody to come. And I'm not saying this to brag. There are a lot of times where, where it's kind of like, you know, uh, well, even the same day. Uh, I had somebody come up. Hey, do you have a couple bucks? Uh, and uh, uh, and I'm like, I just have my, you know, just have my, you know, debit card or whatever. Uh, and and I and it wasn't even, it wasn't even that. I just didn't have uh, stuff that I could. If I was to open up and give them, I'd have to give them more than what they were asking. So, so I guess word of the wise is keep smaller bills or, you know, whatever uh, in your wallet, some blessing money or whatever, uh, and, uh, uh, and do that. But I'm just saying it's, 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 there's a constant thing, but there are times where we have to look for the needs uh, and then uh, fulfill them. Uh, ask uh, how you can pray for them and then actually do it. Uh, when people say to you things like, um, you know... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going into the, the doctor uh, uh, in, and I have this appointment at the doctor. And they tell you that. Then you just write it down. They have a doctor's appointment on such and such a day. Then when you see them afterwards, you say, how did your doctor's appointment go? Was praying for you. Uh, you have no idea what that does for people. But we don't, we don't listen. So there's lots of ways to, uh, to, to do that. Uh, having a compassionate heart. Uh, uh, somebody named Ooster uh, uh, Zee, uh, Van Ooster Zee, says, uh, give people an attentive look, have a compassionate heart, a helpful hand, a willing foot, and an open purse. That's how you love people. Um, but we're really good at saying it and just not doing it. Now, love w- that works... Uh, what we do that, there's the play on that word, love does, love, love works, love works, it's effective. Uh, that's also uh, a way that we can look at all of that. But what, is, what are we doing? We are fulfilling a need uh, and, uh, you know, everybody needs to get their car washed from time to time, all right? Uh, and in uh, most of the time when you go, your car doesn't get clean uh, like it should, uh, and you spent twelve dollars or fifteen dollars or whatever it is, uh, and uh, and you feel like you need to put it through, and people get frustrated, and it's a hassle. And so when we're out there and we're gonna, uh, we have we have ulterior motives. Okay, well, let's be out there, and every, and and people who uh, like free car wash, right? What's the what's the catch? Uh, and they're like, oh, and people like you know, here, like they think we're raising money for camp or other types of things uh, and taking donations because you go to some place, they're having car washes that, uh, and they're like, they're not charging you, but they take donations. Well, no, no donations. That we'll have stuff that we'll give them. Maybe we'll give them a bottle of water or maybe we'll have uh, some snacks or something. Uh, and do, why? Why would, you, why would you do this? Why, why, why do it and offer things for free? What's, what's the deal? We just, we're just trying to be Christian. We're just trying to love our neighbors. You're our neighbors. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and that's just what the Bible, we're just trying to obey the Bible. You know what? Sometimes people are looking for places that they believe in God and actually live out what they believe. And, uh, and it's just that, that little bit of where people can kind of connect that what you, you, what you do matches up with what you say. And that goes a long way. And by the way, it should be, we should be doing that all the time. Saying and then and, and then doing uh, those those things too, uh, and uh, so the um, um, there's lots of excuses not to. There are many ways that we can uh, we can show love for people. This lawyer, just like us, we want to make issues complicated, uh, complex, and philosophical. How can, I, how can we reach our, how can we win our community for Christ and we've got to come up with all these action plans and all these ways, but when, when, when Jesus gets involved, he makes it pretty simple and practical. Um, you love me and you love other people. That's it. And uh, now it seems like there's a part of me that wants to go, that's it? That's all we got to do? Uh, and uh, and then we we have that thought, and then we just go our merry way, uh, and and we don't we don't do either of them. Uh, and I hope that uh, this this story, the Good Samaritan, in uh, in uh, it's not uh, we have whether theologians, pastors, or whatever. Um, this this really is a passage that is dealing with this lawyer's self righteousness. Uh, we we, we want to make it about, the, about Jesus and, and Jesus helping people, but it's not. It's about a lawyer who is self-righteous uh, and, uh, and prejudiced uh, and a bunch of different things. He needed help from, from the Lord, and he, was, and he was trying to trick him uh, and one-up him or whatever. And Jesus said, hey, what, is the, what, is, uh, what does the word say? Uh, what does the law say? And he said it. And you know, hey, this is what you've got to do. Uh, but you know, uh, but really, who is my neighbor? And uh, and when he gets down to the end, he says, "Who's the one uh, who uh, uh, did right?" Uh, and uh, he says, "He who showed mercy." He couldn't even he couldn't even say the Samaritan. He was so self righteous. Uh, and um, and and that's really kind of where a lot of Christians are. We we know what we believe. Um, if you're, you, you know, you're a Baptist like, like me, um, I know I'm right. Uh, I, I know, I know when I'm right. I know when someone's wrong theologically, if you, if you will, uh, and uh, and so we, uh, we can become very self-righteous. Uh, we, we are floating in passing time, knowing that we're going to heaven. The Lord could come back. We know all that the Word of God says about stuff, and we just and we go, uh, we acknowledge it on Sunday, and say, yeah, we agree. Uh, we read about it, but we are we, we're, we're not very practical uh, in our doing of the things that God wants us to do. And part of that is is because for decades now we've been conditioned that God doesn't care about what we do. Uh, and, uh, and, it's, and it's amazing to me that many of the Christians, the pastors and churches that, that, that espouse that um, um, philosophy, uh, they get involved in the community, uh, like we're going to have law enforcement Sunday, we have the mayors and different people come and all the different stuff and when, when all this stuff is done without the relationship necessarily, the love God with all your heart, and part of that is, is obeying him and keeping his commandments, all those service-oriented things uh, become about kingdom building uh, and reputation building, and there's, there's such a transparently um, wrong take on it. It's like, oh, you know, uh, we're going to honor this person, this or that, and it just becomes politics Uh, in emptiness, and people see right through it. Uh, But you can have simple, old-fashioned, I-love-Jesus faith uh, and and love people and and not doing those things on a grand scale like some of those other ministries would do uh, and it resonate and be real, and that's really what I I want. I want people in Berean Baptist Church to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, And uh, and then love other people like you know other people like we love ourselves, Uh, and uh, why? Because God commanded it, Uh, and He's made it that simple. That's our that should be our mission uh, as a church: love Him and love others. Uh, And and if we do that, I don't think we can go wrong. Let's all stand uh, with uh, our heads bowed and our eyes closed tonight. And again, just like.